Friday. Good morning. Good Friday to you. Hope you've had a good week and you're getting ready for a big weekend, including uh, spending some time in God's house worshiping Him. And so I hope you make plans for that. Go ahead and uh, like and share the, uh, the, uh, the video, the audio today. And then you can get your Bible and turn with me to the 58th Psalm. Going to be looking at uh, another psalm that is called a Mitchtum psalm. Uh, again, one that is meant to be um, engraved on the mind. It's, uh, it uh, was of extreme importance to David. And David is going to be writing here uh, against um, unjust judges. Um, and it's difficult to say exactly when David uh, wrote this psalm. Some think uh, that uh, he wrote it um, after uh, Saul's death and after he actually became king uh, and uh, wrote it as he began to understand just how corrupt uh, Saul's administration was and he began to replace uh, the judges that were there during Saul's time. Uh, and some believe that uh, it was uh, during that time. Uh, others think that it's possibly during uh, his uh, Absalom's rebellion uh, because of the way Absalom had um, uh, kind of uh, played the government uh, against uh, David. Uh, others believe that it was during uh, his uh, time from uh, from Saul, um, running from Saul, when again Saul uh, had accused David of a crime uh, that he did not commit and then set out to have David uh, killed because of his, uh, of his jealousy. Uh, and the problem with the psalm and the reason that uh, the, we don't know uh, is because that what it deals with, the, the problem problem that this psalm addresses it could be wrote today. Uh, we just don't know. It's always been uh, an issue uh, that uh, that people in power uh, that uh, they they tend to that there are there's corruption uh, among those in power uh, among judges and the courts. Um, and again, it's still uh, again he could have written this psalm uh, today just as easily as uh, at any of the uh, of of the other times uh, that I mentioned. If I was uh, choosing, I would probably uh, tend to lean towards the idea uh, that he wrote it while he was uh, fleeing from Saul uh, and then later uh, read it as he, uh, when he did become king, and as he uh, replaced those judges, and so uh, instead of uh, picking one, I'll uh, I'd pick two. Uh, improves my chances of being uh, being uh, being correct. And so uh, this psalm is about uh, corrupt government again, judges in particular uh, in, uh, in in David's time. Uh, and so we have some guidance here, and again, uh, good guidance because we. Still Still, uh, I suppose as long as this world stands, we will have uh, this issue uh, of corruption 
uh, in leadership corruption uh, among those who are uh, in authority. Uh, and so we're going to look at uh, this psalm, uh, and there's really three things that this psalm, this psalm divides into uh, three pieces. Uh, David begins by warning us uh, to be careful, to be aware uh, of um, of the unjust uh, authority, uh, to be careful of them, to be uh, to be warned about them. Don't let them affect us and influence um, our life. Uh, the second thing he does is then he then the second section uh, we should pray. Uh, for God uh, to bring justice. And then finally, uh, regardless of the wickedness of these leaders, uh, David uh, declares that uh, the righteous man will uh, ultimately be uh, be victorious. And so uh, that's kind of the outline of this psalm. Let's dig in, uh, and we're going to look at these first five verses, and they again uh, are a warning uh, to us uh, against uh, the perversion, the wickedness, the evil nature uh, of, uh, of authorities uh, and leadership. And so uh, we are, again, David uh, was aware, again, regardless of which of these times David was writing, um, whether it was Saul, Absalom, or as he was uh, cleaning up the kingdom, uh, David was very aware uh, of the guilty, uh, the, 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 the wickedness, of uh, the guilt uh, of the of the judges and those uh, that were in uh, in leadership, and he comes against uh, their uh, their sinful nature uh, that uh, they have displayed. And so, uh, David, uh, as we look at this passage um, at this psalm, what uh, one thing to keep in mind is David, uh, as he is writing these words, they are addressed to. Uh, uh, he is speaking to uh, those corrupt leaders, uh, and he describes them as those who uh, are, are uh, perverting righteousness, who go against uh, righteousness. Example, uh, we see it in verse 1. He says, Do you indeed speak righteousness, O congregation? Do you judge uprightly, O you sons of men? Yea, in heart you work wickedness, yea, weigh the, you weigh the violence of your hands in the earth. And so David uh, says of these, uh, of these leaders, he says, you speak righteousness. Uh, you talk about uh, righteous actions, but uh, in verse 2 he says, you, but your heart uh, works uh, wickedness. In other words, uh, they, um, they, didn't walk, uh, they, they didn't walk and talk uh, the same way. Their walk and talk uh, did not uh, line up. Uh, and so he, he asked them, he says, do you judge uprightly? Uh, do you judge correctly? Um, and David, um, I, I think that's a... Uh, a question that uh, David didn't want their answer. He already knew the answer to. Uh, he knew that they didn't judge uprightly, that they didn't judge uh, in righteousness. And he, uh, because in verse two he says, uh, "Of them you you weigh you weigh the violence of your hands in uh, the earth." He says, "You're uh, you're wicked. You're evil. It comes uh, from your heart, and because the judges are wicked." Uh, he says, your violence is corrupting the earth. Uh, I think we all 
understand uh, that kind of that principle when the when the leaders when the authority uh, are evil and wicked uh, man tends the, the the general public uh, tends to uh, to follow along and act the same way uh, and so David calls out uh, these wicked and again uh, you can see when I said earlier uh, that he I, I kind of feel like he wrote this during the time uh, he was fleeing from Saul, uh, but then reread it uh, as he was kicking the corrupt judges out of office. You can almost see him uh, as he gathered the judges together once he became king, uh, and these were the charges against him. This was uh, as he was showing them the door uh, and uh, and kicking them out. He was uh, these were the charges against him, and and as he's uh, Given them their uh, termination notice, uh, these were you know these were his words uh, in their ear. And he says of them, he says, you are estranged from the womb. In other words, uh, he go, well, let's go ahead and read the rest of this. They go astray as soon as they be born, speaking lies. They're, they're poisonous like the poison of a serpent. Uh, they're like a the deaf adder that stoppeth her ear, which will not hearken to the voice of charmers, charming uh, never so wisely. Uh, and so David says they've always been wicked, uh, that, that they had been evil, uh, that it was their very nature, like all of us. Like all sinners, uh, we are born in sin. Uh, as I've said before, you don't have to teach a baby how to lie. They know how to lie uh, from day one. Uh, they will scream. You'll think um, you know, that death has them when you run in there, uh, and all they want to do is be picked up and hailed. And he says that these men, he says they never changed. They stayed that way. These judges uh, stayed that way. He says they, uh, as soon as they were born, they were speaking lies. It was just natural to to them. It was, um, you know, just uh, just as naturally as they would breathe or eat. Uh, they lie. Uh, that was their word. And then they uh, they go on. He says their poison is like that of a serpent. They use, uh, they actually use the law uh, to accomplish uh, their evil uh, evil plans. Uh, they they use their position as uh, as leaders, and he compares them uh, to to deadly snakes. Uh, that uh, you know that that every word they spoke. All all of their uh, decisions as leaders uh, were were poisonous, and uh, that uh, they're like a deaf adder. They don't listen. They don't uh, take counsel. Uh, from others, you know, we we think about. He says, you know, they don't listen to the voice of the charmers. We've all seen uh, on television. We've seen uh, videos of uh, of snake charmers. Uh, he says they and the charmer, you know, kind of seems to control the serpent. Uh, he says they don't listen to anybody. They won't be counseled. Uh, they they are that wicked and that evil uh, that they refuse uh, to be uh, to be. Uh, take guidance uh, from anyone. Uh, and so these are the charges that David uh, lays against uh, the the officials. Um, I believe, again, as he, uh, at one time, I believe he wrote while he was, again, fleeing from Saul. But I think once he got into uh, authority and looked around at the people that Saul had surrounded himself with and put into authority, this was what David uh, had to say of them. And uh, this, this, 
uh, this morning. I, I think we uh, could again probably read this as we uh, kick some folks out of office today. Uh, that uh, they too, uh, this describes them. This uh, they uh, they're not uh, judging. They're not governing. They're not leading um, according to the principles uh, of God's word. We, you know, I, I'll go ahead and say it. We see it all the time. Politicians who go into office basically broke, and in no time they're millionaires. Well, you know, something doesn't add up because they don't make all that much money. Uh, something, you know, they, they make decisions. We've seen uh, numerous numerous news reports of, uh, of politicians who make uh, laws and rules that ultimately benefit them. Uh, and uh, their friends. Uh, we have, uh, again, we see ungodly, wicked people leading uh, communities, cities, counties, states, nations. Uh, we are surrounded by it, and all of us uh, have seen, uh, seen uh, the damage that, uh, that this, uh, th- this wickedness and evil does. And uh, I think what one of the lessons that I believe we can take away from this is just as uh, David uh, stepped up here and called evil, evil, I think as believers, um, we need to um, we need to stand up for righteousness. I, you know, uh, you know the old saying, "You can't fight city hall." Well, uh, if city hall's evil, if city hall's corrupt, uh, God's people uh, need to uh, rise up. Uh, we need to vote them out of office. We need to uh, we need some good godly people uh, who will run for office. And uh, again, God has directed us in His Word to stand up for righteousness righteousness to uh, to oppose evil wherever we find it whether we find it in the church house the White House um, you know wherever we find evil uh, we should as believers uh, oppose uh, that wickedness again I, I think we have a responsibility uh, to call it out we need to be uh, on the alert for uh, politicians and leaders um, and, you know church leaders anybody in a authority uh, who uses their position against uh, those who are um, in their service and their you know who are uh, that they treat unfairly uh, and so just as David um, he, he calls out these judges uh, I think it's pretty clear from scripture that if we as believers if we don't stand against evil if we don't stand against wickedness then god's going to judge us uh for not taking a position and take a stance uh that protects those um who are uh oppressed those who are mistreated by uh by those who are in authority who are uh who are wicked and evil and so uh this uh while we read these verses and to some extent, they have a, they kind of leave us, let us chuckle a little bit uh, as David calls out some wicked rulers. Uh, there's a real serious lesson there uh, for you and I that we stand up uh, for righteousness. And in 2021, uh, there has never been a time uh, that it's become that it's been more needed, uh, more necessary uh, that God's people stand up uh, for righteousness. We stand up and and oppose 
oppose evil, call evil, uh, call evil evil, uh, and stand against it. And so my prayer today uh, is that as we go about our day, as we go about our week, uh, we'll we'll stand up as, as again as the old hymn says, one of my favorites: "Stand up, stand up for Jesus." That's where uh, the believer needs to be, and what we need to be uh, doing today. All right, you have a good day, and I'll climb down off my soapbox. Have a good day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning.